the theme for the month, uh, the theme for the month necessitates that we are talking about the concept of righteousness. Because when we do not understand this concept, we will not be able to have the Lord walk with us, or the Lord be with us. Because the Lord has declared the month of January as our month of God is with me. God is with me. And you know that wherever the Lord is, He doesn't want to associate Himself with sin. He doesn't want to associate Himself with anything that has to do with the, with the world. For scripture says that the Father is in enmity with the world. He's in enmity with the world. The Father has nothing to do with the world. Anything worldly, anything sin, the Father has nothing to do with it. And so therefore, if we are living a life of sin, then it means that the Lord cannot be with us. Are we okay? Are we okay? Now then, what then is righteousness? So, if I'm going to teach on this, because scripture sometimes even uh, uses a man or just opposes a man to go, and says that we need to be refined with fire as gold. Are you with me? So then I'm going to be teaching and using gold as a case study as well. So when we go into the scriptures and even into mining or excavation, uh, anytime people are mining for gold, gold doesn't glitter from the onset, from, 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 from the core of it, from the very start of mining of gold, gold is not seen shining Gold is not seen yellow. Gold from the core when they are mining is usually black. Gold is usually covered with so many impurities. Are we here? So when gold is being bought on the air, it is covered with so many impurities that it becomes black or it looks blackish. But when it undergoes its form of purification, then we begin to see gold as yellowish and glittering. Are we okay? Alright, so just like man, every man is born a sinner. Scripture said that for all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of the Lord. Not all have sinned and fallen short of the glory of the Lord, but the people who have not accepted Christ as their Lord and personal Savior have sinned and fallen short of the glory of the Lord. But we have not fallen short of the glory of the Lord. Are we here? We believers have not fallen short of the glory of the Lord. But it is the people of the world who are falling short of the, of the glory of the Lord. So then every man, per scripture, every man through Adam is born a sinner. Every man through Adam is born a sinner. But not every man dies a sinner. Every man according to scripture is born a sinner. And so every man is born impure. Not by reason of whatever the man has done, not by anything the man has done, but by the fact that the man has been born out of the lineage of Adam and Eve. That man is automatically a sinner. Are we here? Are we here? Alright, so the same way, not by anything the God has done. The God just finding in place under the earth is, is born out of impurity. And so for the gold to be seen yellow and to be seen glittering, it needs to undergo purification. Sometimes through electricity, sometimes through acid, through water, through fire. Because it is, it, it is encompassed with aluminium, copper and zinc. And so to be able to remove this copper and aluminium and zinc from it. You see, when gold is, has copper, aluminium or zinc uh, covering it or mixed with it, the gold is seen to be impure. Are we here? 
The gold is said to be impure because it is mixed with other minerals that is not supposed to be mixed with. So the separation of it is what we are able to determine that this is gold and it has different characters. The different characters of gold that we have is simply to tell us that there are some gold that are impure. The highest level of the golden character is the 24 carats. Are we here? So we say that one in gold is fully pure. Now we have the 18 carats, we have the 12 carats, we have the 10 carats, we have the 8 carats. It means that those carats have some form of impurities in them, though they are gold. So the same way a man is born and undergoes a form of purification. This purification that men go through is by being born again. And we say, how can a man be born again? By first believing in our heart that Christ Jesus died, rose up and ascended into the heavens for our sake. And then we receive his life into us and we confess him as our Lord and personal Savior. Then a man can be born again. So the purification of a man from a sinner to become a righteous man is simply by accepting Christ as our Lord and personal Savior. A man doesn't become righteous by doing right. A man becomes righteous simply by accepting Christ as our Lord and personal Savior. So you can have the first box which is gold, impure gold or dark gold. And you can have the second box also which we may name the unborn child or maybe the sinner or the born sinner. And then below that, those same as underneath it is the purified gold and then the underneath the uh, unborn child or the born sinner is the righteous one. Because after you are born and you are born a sinner, you become born again, born again into righteousness. From the kingdom of darkness to the kingdom of light. Are we okay? So we undergo purification just as gold undergoes purification. Now when the gold undergoes purification, we have 24 carats. 20 carats, 18 carats, 12 carats, 10 carats, 8 carats, whichever carat, depending on the level of the impurities in the gold. But it still remains gold. The same way, when a believer is born again, such a believer is a righteous one. However, there are levels of values of a believer. All believers may be born again, but not all believers are the same. Not all believers have the same value before the Lord. Okay, let me explain it like this for you. Every human or every human life has the same value before the Lord. But not every human has the same value before the Lord. Are we here? Okay. So every human life has the same value. Every human life, life, every human life has the same value before the Lord. However, not every human has value, the same value before the Lord. So the unbeliever is not valued the same as the believer is valued before the Lord. But then the life of the unbeliever is valued the same as the life of the believer because they are all human beings. Are we okay? So when a man becomes righteous, such a man's life is in grace because definitely there are ranks in the spirit. So when we get born again, there are some people who may be 24 carats, there are some people who may be 18 carats, but they are still righteous. They may be 24 carats, 18 carats, or whatever carats, because they have been mixed with some level of impurities, even though they are righteous. Mind you, our righteousness is not by whatever we do. So then whatever we do cannot make us unrighteous. Do we understand this basis? So you can jot down your questions. We do not do anything at all by works to become righteous. 
Therefore, we cannot do anything at all by works to become unrighteous. We do not do anything at all to become righteous. We cannot do anything at all to become sinners. But the only thing that we need to become righteous, which is not by works, is accepting the life of Christ. In the same way, the way when a believer or a righteous man can become a sinner automatically is when he denounces the life of Christ in him. Not by sin, but by denouncing the life of Christ. So that when a righteous man sins, does not make the righteous man a sinner? The righteous man only becomes a sinner into the kingdom of darkness again when he rejects the Lord, when he backslides. Then, such a person can now be turned as an unbeliever again, even though he was once a believer. However, you must understand, the God that we see, that we mind from the earth, did nothing on its own to become golden. It did nothing on its own to become yellow. When it was impure, it did nothing on its own to become pure. It was the work of the master and through the workers that the gold became purified. The gold was first mixed with impurities, aluminium, copper, zinc. But he took the master who says, I need to mine gold. And he took workers onto the land that he wanted to mine and went to mine for minerals. And then purified this mineral to become gold that we have. Are we okay? So then we have this gold because of the master who had the mentality of mind gold. So the same way that the believer who became a believer was once an unbeliever. He did nothing to become a believer, but it is by the Father, true workers, and we are the workers. We going on evangelism to evangelize to others. Through us, other people receive purification. Because through us, we are able to invite to bring the word of God to them, for the Lord to convict them. Are we okay? Are we okay? So now, when a man becomes pure, many of you may be having a question and state that, so, if we are born again and we are righteous by the Father, we are born again, how do you tell me that no amount of sin can make me unrighteous? Definitely no amount of sin can make you unrighteous. The same way, no amount of dust poured upon the gold can change the gold from being not gold. Are we okay? No amount of gold of, of dust you put in upon the gold or in the gold will change it from being a gold. The only thing that changes is the value of the gold. So that if zinc is mixed with the gold, it doesn't change the fact that it is still gold. But then it becomes impure. So the value of the gold is reduced. That's why we have different carats. And the carat has its own prices. Are you with me? The 24, 24 carat gold, its price is higher than the 18 carat gold. Are we here? The same way, the believer who, whose carat is higher has more value spiritually than the believer whose carat is lower in terms of purities. So scripture says that we should not involve ourselves in diverse sins, especially the sins of fornication and idolatry, which defiles the soul. Defiles the soul. So that particular sin destroys the soul of men. It reduces the value of the righteous one. So it prevents the Lord to be able to work fully with that believer. Are we here? And then he goes on to say we lies, gossiping, whatever to say, murder, whatever to say. All these things reduces the value of the believer. Because 
If you are in level A and by sin, you will either remain in that level or reduce in that level. By how you consistently sin will determine how you consistently repeat. Are we here? So we just don't engage ourselves in diverse forms of sin and we think it is normal. Are we here? So it devalues you in the spirit. It devalues you in the spirit. So there is a need for us to gain value in the spirit by keeping pure. And what I mean by keeping pure, I mean all manner of sin that you can think of. All manner of sin you can think of. If we are able to keep pure, our value in the spirit increases and then we can be able to have value to be able to cast out many other diverse kinds of spirits. Are we here? A man or a woman who is impure in the form of immorality will have no authority to be able to cast out a marine spirit. Are we here? Because the marine, their source is the immorality. I, I thought you were a bit first night. Are we here? So a man who is more of impurity, immorality, or a woman in that form cannot be able to cast out a demon of that angle. That demon will laugh at you. That demon will play around with you. You say, Oh, the demon will not come out. You say, Oh, the demon will talk to you. You say, Oh, the demon will negotiate. Are we here? Alright, that is not my message. I'm teaching on righteousness here. I'm just making you understand some kind of things that you will not be able to handle some things. And when you say, Papa, I did fast, I did fast, and I did this and that, it did not go out. No, you can fast and pray. But there is an unfinished business within us that we must finish. Because fasting and prayer doesn't take away our sins. What takes away our sins is asking the forgiveness of sin and repentance. Not fasting and prayer. Forgiveness and repentance. So the goal is gold. But it loses its value when other impurities are mixed with it. Same way, the believer will still remain righteous. You will not, your name will not be changed from a Christian. If God comes, you will still make it to heaven. Alright? However, your level and your value in the spirit will be reduced. Because they are babes in Christ. And they are sons of Christ. They are matured ones in Christ. They are maturing one in Christ. And there are others who have decided to remain in where they are. They are comfortable. And there are others who seek to grow more. Are we okay? There are others who want to remain babies. There are others who want to remain toddlers in Christ. There are others who want to be, remain as children in Christ. They don't want to go a drink. They are okay where they are. But there are others who want to go beyond the level that they are in. And it comes by discipline. It comes by discipline. And most definitely by the grace of the Lord. So then, there is no sin a believer can commit by works that would make the believer to be an unbeliever or to make the righteous one unrighteous. But the only sin that can cause that is that the believer denounces the Father as his Lord and personal Savior. And so that Elijah makes us understand that they of the world, they are 
Righteousness is like a filthy rag before the Father. So we get to understand that there is a righteousness by gift. And there is a righteousness by works. By good deeds. And the Father said that we should do good deeds this year. We should honor this year. We should help people this year. For our works not to be of filthy rags, we need to understand why he said that their works is of filthy rags. So he says in the book of Isaiah 65, verse 6, 64 verse 6 rather, that their righteousness have become like a filthy rag before the Father. Don't go, you can read it. The book of Isaiah 64, verse 6. Just read Those people have all become like one who is unclean. So Isaiah says, for we all, we all, we all the Israelites have become like one who is unclean. Uh huh. Like a leper. Those days, lepers don't come to the temple of the Lord. When the priest sees you and the boil is upon you and the boil has turned white, he will not allow you to come to the temple of the Lord because you'll be killed. So he will keep you. He will quarantine you for seven days, and you'll come back again, and he'll check you again if the boil is still there. For them, and for them to declare you are unclean. So he said, if we, whatever righteousness that we do, which are of works, become like a leper who is unable to come before the Father. Book of, man of God. And all our righteousness, mm-hmm. our best deeds of righteousness, our best deeds of righteousness, and justice, and justice. It's like a filthy rag. It's like a filthy rag. Or a polluted garment. Mm, polluted garment. We all fade like a leaf. Mm. And our iniquities like a rain. Mm. Take us away, far from God's favor. Okay. It takes us away where? Far from God's favor. So as I said, the value. It prepares the, the Lord to work fully in your life. The full manifestation of the Father in your life is being prevented. And so, for many believers not to be seen as they have reduced in value, they tend to pretend or to be hypocritical. Are we here? But it is key that we ask the Father for forgiveness and then we repent than to live in hypocrisy. A Toyota cannot pretend to be a Ferrari just by getting a Ferrari's engine. It is still a Toyota. Man of God, you, 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 you can attest, right? Yeah. So many people have fallen in rank and yet they still pretend because they are noted in the eyes of men to be of a certain stature. So scripture says, that Isaiah says, that we, the righteousness of the Israelites have become, he counts himself to be part of it, has become like a filthy run before the Father, a polluted garment that we are unable to find favor in the sight of the Lord. So we are here praying, Father, favor me, Father, favor me. And yet we are of polluted garment. And we pray and you receive no answers. It's not because of the prayer, it is because there is something that is polluted that is preventing the Father to bring the favor. Just like we read the other time, he wanted to heal them. Ephraim, but iniquity was found in Ephraim. So the healing did not come to Ephraim because of iniquity was found among them. Even though the, the healing was sent to them. Are we okay? So these things are unable to prevent the manifestation of the Father in our lives. So the problem is not the manifestation of the Father. The problem is our iniquities that prevent the Father from fully manifesting himself in our lives. Are we okay here? Alright, so filthy garment before the Father. Our right deeds, he says our best deeds, 
are like a filthy garment. Should I say that God doesn't want me to do good? Certainly not. He wants me to do good. But if he wants me to do good, and you say you reward me by my doing good, why are you telling me that my righteousness is like a filthy rag before you? My right doings. Me doing good. You say it's a filthy rag, and yet you want me to do good. Now, for, for the context of this scripture, Isaiah was not talking about all of us. He was talking about the Israelites because after that time, the Israelites have denounced the Father and they made craving images and they were worshipping these idols as their God. And Elijah says, you are worshipping this God, you have denounced our Father who has taken us out of the hands of the Egyptians and brought us to this land. And now, by this God, you have denounced him and you have taken out images, idols, and you are worshipping these idols. And you are doing good things, expecting the Father to bless you. He says, what you are doing, the good things you are doing are like a filthy rock before the world because your sins are before him. The right things these people are doing are born from a place of iniquity, not born from a place of righteousness. Are we here? Because what? Remember, they denounce the Father. And now they went to other gods, as I said earlier on, for an, a believer or a righteous man to be turned as unrighteous, they must first denounce God. So these people also denounced God, then they became unrighteous. The reason why they were turned unrighteous and their righteousness was like a filthy rock before the Father was not because they were doing all kinds of sins, murder, whatever it is, but the fact that they denounced God and they were worshipping idols. Isaiah 65, verse 3 to 5. Let's hear what they were doing. Isaiah 65, verse 3 to 5. Verse the people who provoke me to my face. Mm. God said, these people, these people provoke me to my face. Mm. Sacrificing idols in gardens and burning incense upon dress. Mm. They were sacrificing to idols. Instead these of people. the God's prescribed altar. Instead of the God's prescribed altar. Mm-hmm. Who sits among the graves, mm. trying to talk to the dead, mm. and Lord among the secret places, mm. or grave where familiar spirits were taught to dwell. Familiar spirits were so they grave after a place where familiar spirits were taught to dwell in there. So there are places upon the earth where familiar spirit dwells. And these people knew that this place is for that reason. And that they go there to perform their ritual where there is a prescribed altar of the Lord for them to go and atone for their sins and perform their sacrifices. But they choose the altar of familiarity to dwell there. So they have denounced the Father's altar. They have denounced the Father and the ways of the Father. And they went for the ways of a familiar spirit. They know that place. God move them. Mm-hmm. Who eats swine's flesh? Mm. So they began to eat the flesh of the swine. When the Lord has already given them the commandment not to eat the flesh of swine. Who say, Keep to yourself, mm-hmm. do not come near me, for I am set apart from you. At least I sanctify you. Mm-hmm. These are smoke from my nostrils, the fire that burns all the day. Alright, thank you, my God. So you see that they denounced the Father. After the Father had helped them come out of Egypt and have helped them from the Red Sea, helped them in the wilderness for 40 years, and fed them and satisfied them for 40 good years. After all that the Lord had done for them, they themselves made craving images for themselves and began to worship. Where were those images when they were going through things? 
But they denied the father and they were following after this idol. And after all those things, they come and they want to do good. And they want this same father to bless them. And Isaiah is telling them, what you are doing, me myself, I'm part of it. Because I'm part of you. What we are doing is like a fugitive rock before the father. What is a fugitive rock? When we quoted the Hebrew version of filthiness, it means a woman's menstrual cycle. Alright? The blood from a woman's menstrual cycle. That is filthy. And the rock there. So filthy rock simply means, you see, in the olden days, they didn't have anything like packs that we have these days. In the olden days, they used to use cloth or they call it rock. So when they use it, scripture says that they used rock of women or they used in our day, they used packs of women. That is how the righteousness of unbelievers are to the father. So ladies can attest to how filthy that part is. And yet the father says that the righteousness of the unbelievers or the righteousness of this Israelite at the time who are worshiping idols, their righteousness is like that part unto him. So you can imagine how it was to the father. How the father detests men who are unbelievers, men who are walking in the way they are not supposed to walk, and yet they are trying to do good. This is like a filthy rag before him. It's like a used part before him. So you can imagine how it is. You can just take a look at how our good deeds are to the Father when we are of the world. So he doesn't see. But we who are not of the world, when we do good to the Father, it comes up to him onto his nostrils, like an incense onto his nostrils. And when we are able to finally enter into heaven, either by death or by rapture, he rewards us for our good deeds. But the unbelievers who go to hell or to the lake of fire, they don't get rewarded by their good deeds because their good deeds are rendered like a future rag before the Father. But then they are rewarded by their sins, so they become punished. The place they dwell in hell is determined by the kind of sins they committed on earth because they are unbelievers. But we, when we enter into heaven, we, we are rewarded by our good deeds. Do we get it? So when you hear the scripture that your righteousness is like a filthy rag before the Father. He's not talking about we the righteous people. He's not talking about we the righteous people. He's talking about the unbelievers, the people who have denounced the Father. And they are trying to do good. They are trying to do good. They are trying to help the orphans. Try, trying to help the people in the prison. Trying to help ABC. Trying to help the needy here and there. All those things, though they are good upon the eyes of men on earth, the Lord calls it filthy rag because of the place it is coming from. So it is a form of righteousness. It means right deeds. But then the righteousness which is by gift is right standing with the Father. Are we okay? There are two kinds of righteousness. One, right deeds, which is by the works that we do. Doing good. But there is another kind which is a gift, which is the topmost, which is what? The righteousness of the Father. By gift, given unto us. There is nothing that we can do to change it. If, if I give you this iPhone right now, no amount of painting you do on it, no amount of cases you put around it, no amount of apps you put upon it will change what it is. It is still an iPhone. So no matter if I even put it inside dust, even inside water is not working again, it is still an iPhone. Do you get it? It's not working though. It doesn't change to Samsung. It is still what? An iPhone. So there are believers who are dormant, who are not working. They are doing nothing in the house of God. They are doing nothing in life. 
they are still believers. And then we tend to call them churchgoers. There are some believers where they will even come to church service and they will be outside. So service is going on. They dress up and come for Sunday service. And from the time of service and the end of the service, they are outside chatting. They are like a dead fool. But they are still believers. They are still righteous. So after this year, I want to get to heaven. Whatever it is, we will all enter into heaven. They will also enter into heaven. But their place will be different from our place in heaven. Our reward will be different from their rewards in heaven. That is the difference here. For heaven, in the heaven, but say the day and 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 the day no one is saying no party, but party in the Lord. That's the point. Party in the Lord. Unless you don't know how to do it, then you will say it is boring. When we say we will party in the Lord, we will do it for you to be happy, for us to enjoy it. We will be happy in the Lord. So we, we come to understand that those things now become a teaching back before the Lord. The Lord was even saying that their the, the waste was even accustomed to the waste of Sodom, the people of the Israel. Isaiah 3 verse 9, of God. Isaiah 3 verse 9. Isaiah 3, the verse 9. Mm-hmm. They are respecting of person mm-hmm. and showing of partiality witnesses against them. Mm-hmm. They proclaim their sin like Sodom. They proclaim their sin. So they have become sinful like Sodom. And you know what the Lord did to Sodom and Gomorrah? But the reason why the Lord did not destroy the Israelites when they were behaving like Sodom and Gomorrah was because it is his people. So you will say, why hasn't the father killed this Christian who is doing ABCD? It is his person. He's waiting for them to repent. Why hasn't rapture occurred yet? We are his people. So he could have destroyed Sodom and Gomorrah easily. But when he came to the Israelite, he took time. Even that one, he saved lots. He saved his people. And funny enough, when Lot got there, he was telling his son-in-laws, his son-in-laws said, oh, he's joking. <laughs> so they left, and the son-in-laws of Lot were killed in Sodom and Gomorrah. Do you watch this? So there are some people who are making fun of the rapture. Some people are making fun of what will happen. You see, I remember, God is coming soon, God is coming soon. They are tear bread up to now. Because when we walk up, God is on your fire. You know, they are making fun. They will, they, they will see us praying and then they will be making beats with a prayer and they will be dancing and they are laughing at us. Okay, they are like Lord's in-law when it happens. But we must do our responsibility of making them know that he's coming. So if their blood will not be replaced upon our head. And after that we may ask them, what if they don't know about God? What about the people who don't know about Christ? Scripture says in the book of Exodus that ignorance is not an excuse. So what about the people who did not who do not know about Christ? They have not heard anything about Christ. I'll tell you about.
I want us to understand something. But the Father will come when the gospel has reached everyone one way or the other. And the gospel may not necessarily mean the scriptures. The gospel may not necessarily mean, in quotes, Jesus Christ. The gospel may even mean something simple as nature. Because he said that even when you see the mountains, doesn't anything come into your mind that who put it there? So by the positioning of the things upon the earth, he talks about that there is someone, there is a higher being that we should be thinking about. That men cannot carry this mountain and put it here. You, you, you get it? So who has this? So it makes sense to think and ask questions. All those things will make you know that there is a father. So when the gospel goes to other rich places, the father will still come because there are many things upon the earth that attest to the father. The changing of season and times, the rain, the sun, all those things will tell you who is controlling all these things. It should make you know that there is a father. Because whatever we do, whether we like it or yes, we may not be able to reach everyone on this earth with the gospel. Because as we talk now, some people are living in bushes. They live there. They have nothing to do with Accra life. They don't know what Bible is. They don't know what Jesus is. And some of them will get rich. But there are some people that will never be rich. There are some people who will never know. But they will know the Father, one way or the other. Are you here with me? So it is key for us to live a righteous life that the Father may be able to walk with us, that the Father may be able to be with us. Now, when His favor comes upon us, we will not lose it. First John three verse nine. Let's go to that. First John three verse mm-hmm. nine. No one born begotten of God, let it break. No religion that habitually practices sin. So no one born of God deliberately, listen one, deliberately and habitually practices sin. In other words, the people who are righteous, people who are born of God, who are born again, can enter into sin. But they will not deliberately enter into it so long as they are born of God. One. Two, they will not continually, habitually practice it. So what makes us know that you, a righteous man, are not moving and yielding according to the spirit, but yielding according to the flesh is because you are doing it deliberately. You plan it, number one. Number two, it is habitual. Habitual. And then Romans 8, verse 7 to 8. Romans 8, verse 7. This is because the mind of the flesh with its carnal thoughts so the mind of the flesh and its carnal thoughts and purposes. So the mind of the flesh or the flesh has a mind of its own. And it has an ability to influence our actions. And from there proceeds the issue of filthy rats. From there proceeds the issue of sin. And by that, men are unable to see the fullness of God in their life. So a believer can allow the mind of the flesh to speak to the believer. And the believer will walk according to the flesh of, 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 of the believer. Because every believer has a flesh. And the flesh has a mind on its own. The flesh has a feeling on its own. 
So a believer can be taught by the flesh to walk in certain ways. And the believer can be taught by the spirit to walk in certain ways. But it's a choice or to what you want to be accustomed to. All right. Amen. Amen. Do we all understand this? Yes, sir.